Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm the Superstation here on Car Radio. I am Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program today for the next two hours for the best car radio show in all of Michigan. Uh, we have a great program for you today. We're going to be talking to Mark Rushbrook, a uh, good friend of the program. Uh, Mark's the busy, busiest man in auto sport uh, these days. Uh, I was out in King of the Hammers uh, with him uh, just a couple weeks ago testing the new Bronco uh, DR, uh, he was at 24 hour of uh, Daytona with uh, Mustang GT4 class. He's uh, made an announcement at Ford's going racing in Formula One. And of course, uh, the NASCAR season is now uh, underway with the 500 last weekend, and the, and the uh, cars are out at Fontana, California this weekend. So, a very busy man. We'll hear from him about all the latest from Ford Performance. We'll also uh, talk to Pete Tundas. Uh, yes, it is February. That means Autorama is in town. The best uh, hot rods and custom cars in the world are downtown at the convention center. We'll have Pete on, uh, who runs the show down there, to talk about everything going on and also uh, talking to Jörg Bergmeister and Patrick Long, uh, two stars, probably the uh, greatest Porsche GT drivers of the last uh, couple decades. Uh, I sat down with them this week to talk about uh, their careers at Porsche and also uh, the GT3, 911 GT3 RS, which I had a chance to uh, test on track out in California, and a spectacular car and a spectacular pair of gentlemen to talk to. Uh, about all things racing. So uh, lots to get to uh, today here on the program. Give us a call at 313-778-7600. As always, if you want to join the conversation, of course, you can find us on iHeartRadio, on 910 AM's Facebook page. And if you can't uh, tune in to all of today's program, uh, we go to podcast on Monday, all your favorite uh, podcast channels, Spotify, Google, Detroit News, uh, etc. So uh, let's get to it here with Mark Rushbrook, who's on the line. Mark, how are you? Well, see if we, Mark can hear us okay. We've had some audio issues uh, hooking up with Mark. We know he's there, <laughs> wherever yeah, he is. I'm here now, Henry. Good there, morning. There you go. Can you hear me okay, Mark? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, excellent. Um, I'm on the gold microphone here at 9, 10 a.m., so, you know, gold uh, you know, transmits a little differently sometimes. Um, good to uh, hear your voice, and uh, where are you uh, today? I am actually home today, and I was, I was talking with my wife earlier. This is only the second weekend this year that I've been home. Um, as you said, we've got a lot going on, a lot of really good stuff, um, but a weekend at home is, pr- is pretty nice. 
Yeah, that's that, that's nice. Uh, get get reacquainted with uh, the home zip code. Well, uh, uh, Mark uh, is is of course the uh, CEO of Ford Performance. A very busy man uh, these days. Uh, Mark, you've been all over the map uh, with different uh, race programs. But last weekend, Daytona 500. Uh, that's the big one. I mean, along with uh, the the uh, Indy 500, the biggest sporting event of uh, on the uh, U.S. Uh, uh, calendar. And, um, and, 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 you know, the, the mark, the, the staff that really stood out to me, we'll get to the competition in a minute, but this, the, the staff that really stood out to me last weekend was that the Daytona 500 almost doubled the NBA All-Star game in viewership. I mean, it sounds like uh, NASCAR is pretty healthy. Yeah, I think motorsports in total is, is really strong across the board globally in a lot of different series, but... NASCAR has really had an upswing since COVID and the, the way they, they went through that difficult time and still completed a full season of racing. And it seems like people just wanted to get back to the racetrack. So it's been uh, a lot of people at the racetrack. Daytona 500 was sold out again this year and throughout the entire season. So it's a, it's a really positive time for the sport with, with great cars, great racing, and great personalities and all the drivers. Yeah, and, and, and great to see that's 100,000 people down there uh, in, in Daytona for the 500. Uh, a couple weeks before, uh, for the 24-hour, you had 50,000 people down there watching sports cars, 100,000 people out at uh, King of the Hammers, uh, where you and I were a, a, a few weeks back watching off-road racing. Uh, racing is healthy uh, across the uh, across the um, the board. Very different race uh, for the 500, obviously, than the 24 hours of Daytona. Different track, uh, using just the trioval instead of the uh, road course, um, and and it looked like a, a dogfight between Chevy and Ford uh, right to the end, uh, and and uh, Ford just got pipped there. Joey Logano was right there, Mark. Oh, man, it was uh, great racing throughout the entire race and um, and really through the whole weekend. So the, the duels on Thursday started out really well with Ford winning both of those with Joey Logano and Eric Almarola. And, and then Friday in the truck race was Hayne Smith winning same as last year. And certainly on Sunday for, for the big race, for the Daytona 500, uh, it was good. And, and we're certainly seeing the manufacturer's strategy play out in terms of pitting together do you come early do you stay out late do you bring them all in together or splitting them split them up into groups of two but it was interesting to see that strategy play out we had some really fast cars and good teamwork and and led more laps as a manufacturer than anybody but the one that matters most is the last lap and unfortunately we didn't we didn't win we didn't lead that lap and didn't get the win but uh yeah really good race Great for the fans, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, always disappointing when you when you don't see a, a race decided at the at the checkered flag line. It's decided decided by yellow. But uh, really great racing. Uh, you guys have made big changes to uh, your NASCAR in the last uh, couple of years. Talk about that a little bit. What are you hearing from the drivers? Uh, what's it? What's it? Uh, what's the feedback you're getting from this new generation car? Yeah, I think it's a great step forward for the sport. Um, the agreement that was made three or four years ago to uh, change to the next-gen car and to have it start racing in in 2022 with a more modern architecture and more relevance from the race car back to the road car and, and what people have parked in their driveway. And 
it's been really good racing throughout 2022, but it was a big challenge for the sport to relearn uh, the new race car. Uh, all the logbooks, notebooks of setups was out the window because everything is so new with this car, with the new suspension, with the new body, the new aerodynamics. It uh, was really good, uh, really good challenge to see what teams would, would rise to the occasion and with so many new so many new winners last year. I expect to see a lot of the same this year because I don't think everybody has a complete handle on this new car. And what we saw last year is strengths at different points in time through the season coming and going between different teams or different manufacturers, and I expect that to play out again this year. So I think it's going to be a, a great season of racing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, and and the car is much more modern, uh, much more like a GT3 uh, race car now. Independent rear suspension and and NASCAR going to all kinds of different tracks, uh, including doing a street course in Chicago this year. So it's going to be fascinating to watch uh, this season un- unfold. Uh, I mentioned uh, Daytona 500 and IndyCar and the uh, Indy 500 is the premier races in North America. Uh, right there with them now is the Circuit of the Americas Formula One race, attracting over 200,000, almost uh, 250,000 people now uh, to that race weekend. It's being joined by two other Formula One events uh, in the United States, in Miami and Las Vegas. Uh, Ford is jumping into Formula One racing. Uh, 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 talk about that opportunity, Mark. Yeah, like you said, Formula One is, is really strong globally and especially in the United States with the crowds that they've seen at Circuit of the Americas the last couple of years, adding the race in Miami last year in 2022 and now adding a third race here in the U.S. in Las Vegas. And it's a really um, strong time for the sport in terms of the product that they're putting on track, the fans that they're attracting to it through Drive to Survive, uh, the number of people following the races and the diversity of those people is staggering and a great opportunity to be part of it. And the vision of the series F1 and the FIA for the future of the sport with a commitment to sustainable fuel in 2026 to, for the series to be net zero carbon by 2030 and with the hybrid power units, in 2026 going to even more contribution of the power coming from the electric motor part of it. It would be about 50%. So we thought the time was right, both with the fan base, the opportunity to connect with those fans, and with the technology to share what we have learned in development of our full electric road cars through battery cell technology or the electric motors or the software analytics to help uh, develop along with Red Bull for the Red Bull Ford powertrain. Uh, we think we can, we have a great partnership with them to develop that new power unit and then go racing with Red Bull and Alpatori in, in 2026. Um, a long road ahead of us for sure for these next three years to develop that, but can't wait to get to 2026 and, and race with them. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I, I never thought uh, I've been a you know, been a, ra- a racetrack rat all my life. Never thought I'd see uh, three Grand Prix. I talked to Bobby Rahal a number of years ago when he was the head of the Jaguar uh, team briefly, uh, last time Ford was involved in, in Formula One racing. But that was all overseas at the time. Uh, Bobby was uh, engaged in a crazy schedule going back and forth from IndyCar to uh, F1 racing in Europe. 
Uh, and and now you got three Grand Prix uh, right here. And as you say, Mark, you, you're you're coming in at the top of the sport. Red Bull is the premier team uh, right now. Uh, Max Verstappen is the premier driver. Uh, how do you how do you see that relationship uh, playing out uh, here over the next three three years? Are there, is Red Bull really interested in you guys uh, for your battery expertise? Yeah, it, it has been a very natural partnership from the very first discussion. Uh, when we sat down with them and explained what we were looking for in a partner and, and listened to what they were looking for in a partner, um, it was very clear that it was a, a very good fit. And we, as you said, we've owned a Formula One team before with Jaguar F1, and that's not our expertise, right? We're great at uh, engineering, technology, developing cars, selling cars, uh, manufacturing cars. And we're great in motorsports when we can bring our technology to a good partner in the sport. We don't own a team in any series. We In NASCAR, we, we get the best teams and we race with them. Same in Australia Supercars, same in NHRA, same in the World Rally Championship. And that was the approach that we wanted again in Formula One to – be able to come in to find a great partner like Red Bull to bring our technology, such as battery cell technology, the motors, the analytics, the software, to be able to partner with Red Bull to develop a great power unit across these next three years and then go racing with a great partner and, and share also in, in that area of aerodynamics or vehicle dynamic simulation, again, two-way tech transfer, um, that works for us in, in terms of developing our people and, and using our smart engineers to, to be successful on track and then to transfer that back to our road cars again. So they're a great partner. Uh, obviously, we want to be in motorsport to win, and they, they've shown their passion and commitment to do that, and uh, it's very, very much a natural partnership um, from day one. Yeah, it's uh, and it's interesting, uh, Mark, you know, to see Ford – uh, coming in uh, with GM, General Motors is also getting to F1, but with a uh, luxury uh, brand with Cadillac, and you guys go up against Mercedes and Ferrari, and and uh, it it's it, it's it's really uh, it says it says something about Ford uh, and your history with motorsport that you guys are competing with such premium brands. Yeah, that that's our history. Ford is our our brand. That it's what we race around the world since. Well, since Henry Ford in 1901, winning with winning with his car sweepstakes, and we've raced against the the top premium brands uh, for a long time in a lot of different series, including Ford versus Ferrari back in in Le Mans, uh, both in the 60s and and again uh, six seven years ago, and we enjoy that challenge. We we feel uh, very, we're very proud about our brand. Uh, we feel we've got a, a great culture for motorsports, great people and engineering, and that we can compete against the best. And we'll continue doing that in, in different series and now happy to be doing that again in Formula One. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an exciting time, a golden era of motor racing. Mark, thanks for joining us and look forward to talking to you more over the course of the year. Thanks for having me. Have a good afternoon. All right, so we're going to take a break here and hear from our sponsors. And on the other side of the break, we'll shift from motorsports to custom cars. We're going to go down to uh, Huntington Place and talk Autorama with Pete Tundis. You're on Car Radio 910 AM. 
The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 910 AM Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. Sunday, February 26th, it's Savior's Day with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. His subject, the War of Armageddon, has begun. The Great War has begun. And foreign wars and the plagues that are hitting America and the world is destroying the American economy. Sunday, February 26th, live in the Wintrust Arena. Doors open at noon. Get your tickets now at all Ticketmaster outlets. And get all the details at NOI.org. Airing live on WFDF, 9 to a.m. Superstation at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, welcome back into 910 AM, the Superstation. We are uh, talking Autorama this week. Autorama has joined us uh, for its annual uh, show 
in uh, down here in, in uh, the Huntington Place Convention Center, formerly Kobo. Uh, they are in their 70th year, uh, 70th anniversary, so we're, we're very excited to uh, uh, see them come into town and um, uh, and uh, uh, bring their, their uh, cavalcade of, of uh, custom cars and hot rods uh, to the convention center. It's really it's an amazing show. I was down there on Thursday as Autorama was setting up and uh, and, and seeing uh, all these uh, extraordinary vehicles come in. It's very it's a very different uh, world uh, than the auto racing world that uh, I participate in. Uh, but uh, kind of, uh, but but uh, but it has a similar rhythm as uh, folks come in Thursday, set up their uh, vehicles. Uh, it's like a big big paddock uh, down there of uh, just some of the wildest cars uh, you've ever seen. And uh, and as and and I really encourage folks to go down to the show uh, this weekend. It's a three day show. It started yesterday, Friday. Uh, it's going to run through Sunday. And uh, all kinds of things uh, going down there. I, I say it's the only show uh, in the country where you can find um, uh, where you can find uh, the, the the world's best custom uh, cars, uh, the um, the Batmobile and uh, and the Fonz under one roof. Uh, they have uh, that that much entertainment going on uh, through the course of the weekend. Henry Henry Winkler, of course, uh, played the Fonz on the great TV show Happy Days. He's coming in, uh, uh, reprising his role, role uh, signing autographs. Uh, there's a band down there. There's just all kinds of stuff uh, going down. In addition uh, to this extraordinary display uh, of cars and uh, uh, we're, and we're uh, uh, working on getting Pete Tundis on uh, the line uh, to talk to us. Um, uh, he is the uh, uh, runs the, the Autorama uh, show, and um, and um, uh, is also uh, uh, the the uh, chief promoter. Runs the uh, the promoter. Um, uh, 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 company that puts on the show. So very busy man. We're trying to get him here uh, for a few minutes uh, uh, to talk to us. And, um, uh, and, 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 and some of the folks who come in uh, that Pete uh, recruits this year has included uh, the Rat, Rat Fink uh, collection. Uh, that's, that's the family of Ed Roth um, that uh, created the extraordinary uh, they created the, those extraordinary Rat Fink T-shirts, and then uh, 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 one-off custom cars uh, down there. Uh, he's brought those in this year. He's brought in the uh, uh, movie cars that um, a gentleman named Barris put together, um, and, like the Batmobile, the Jetsons mobile, the Munster uh, car, all kinds of stuff. Um, uh, seeing, I got my. My crack producer Jalen here, trying to track oh, Pete down. Um, so we got uh, we got Pete on the line. Pete, you there? I I am here. Excellent, Pete Tundis, uh, who is the um, uh, president uh, and uh, CEO of Champion Auto Shows, is putting on the uh, Autorama down there at Huntington Huntington Place this weekend. Pete, happy 70th anniversary. Well, thank you. It's uh, it's been quite an endeavor to uh, make it to seventy, and um, they have such an exciting show with so many nostalgia things that have made the show, uh, you know, what it 
has become in in those seventy years. Yeah, and the, you know one of the uh, one of the early promoters uh, down there was uh, uh, Don Riddler, I, I believe was his name, uh, and now the Riddler is is sort of your centerpiece. That that is the it, award. It, it's definitely the the Oscar uh, of the industry, and uh, you know we started that award back in 1964, and it has definitely grown to be the most you know prestigious. You know, award in the hot rod and custom car industry uh, worldwide. Yeah, and I, I love. I was down there on Thursday, uh, Pete, uh, checking things out. It's it's just it's wonderful to to uh, be down there on Thursday uh, and just see f- people coming in, setting up uh, 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 setting up all their displays. And, and a gentleman I really enjoyed talking to uh, was Greg Halliday, all the way from Auckland, New Zealand, and he, and he is right there on the front row, has has uh, entering his first Riddler Award. But that's that's the kind of uh, 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 scope that this uh, award has, is you're attracting folks all the way from New Zealand. You know, we've had people from, from Finland. We've had people from, from Switzerland, uh, Australia. Uh, it's amazing how this this show, you know, is not a regional event. It's a worldwide event. And and you got about uh, 15 entries uh, for the Riddler uh, this year. Uh, uh, tell folks how they uh, how they can come into Huntington Place and kind of uh, what they'll see. I mean, it's not just the Riddler. You, you've, you've got uh, layers of great cars uh, down there. I think you could buy a ticket for 25 bucks, and then what do you get? Well, you're going to see some of the most outrageous, you know, radical, you know, custom cars that, you know, come from California all the way, you know, from the East Coast to the South. Um, this is this is just not, you know, your regular, you know, uh, outdoor, you know, hot rod show. I mean, this is this is the, the best of the best. Is what you're going to see when you come to Autorama. Yeah, it's, a, it's serious stuff uh, uh, and, and a lot of money. Uh, that's been put into these uh, uh, vehicles for the Riddler Award, uh, but then there there are a lot of awards that can be run uh, won on the uh, on the show. There, I, I talked to a, a gentleman from Milford uh, this week uh, who who found a um, who found a, a Model A up in the Upper Peninsula, a 1930 Model A had a tree growing through it. And uh, and <laughs> he t- he uh, a buddy of his found it. He brought it back down here to Milford. Uh, put it together with uh, put Cadillac um, uh, lights on the rear, put uh, a big rubber on it, stuffed it with a V eight a V eight light 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 Chevy block, and uh, and it's it's wild looking, and, and he can win a uh, win an award. I mean, you got lots of classes down there that these folks are entered in. Absolutely. You know what what makes the Riddler Award uh, unique is that it's the first time shown. Period is 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 the number one criteria, and and there are a lot of you know cars that have been seen before you know either on the internet or at other you know various shows around the country, and they can come and compete still at, in Detroit to win you know best of show. Uh, outstanding classes and, and various categories uh, as well. There's a, a very mysterious car down there, Pete. It's called the Black Ghost, a legendary Black car Ghost. on the streets here of Detroit. And uh, uh, tell folks about that car. 
Well, that that car was owned by a former uh, Detroit uh, police officer who uh, is no longer with us, <laughs> and um, he had a legend of uh, of winning a lot of street races <laughs> off duty, of course. Uh, you know, on the streets of uh, Detroit uh, with with that vehicle, and from my understanding is that it's going to be going up for auction uh, through the Mecham Auction uh, Company here in the not too distant future. And, and rumor has it that that car could uh, could bring seven figures. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful story, and of course, uh, street racing is legendary here uh, in Detroit. And and uh, this 1970 Dodge Challenger would show up blow everybody away uh, on, on, in street racing and then disappear into the night. He wouldn't hang around, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, to swap stories. He would just disappear into the night. And as you say, lo and behold, it turned out to be a cop. Uh, who, who, who better than a, than a Detroit police officer to know where it was best to go legal street racing, right? Exactly. It, it's quite a legend. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, another uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure this is one of the main attractions uh, this year. Uh, you, you have some of the Barris uh, collection of uh, movie and TV cars uh, there. The headliner is the Batmobile, but uh, talk about some of the cars in that group. Well, George had built you know uh, a handful of uh, very famous movie cars. You know, we've got the Munster Coach. Uh, we've got, you know, the uh, dragster uh, called the Dragula uh, on display um, as well. And uh, the only car that we were missing from, from George's famous, famous collection was the a la carte uh, that's still out in, on the West Coast. But those are, those are cars that George, you know, uh, really became famous over. Yeah, and, that, and these these cars are fully restored and are absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and they're right there in the middle of the show. They're great to see. Uh, Pete, hold, uh, hang on, hang in there for us. So we're going to take a break here, hear from some of our sponsors, okay. and on the other side, we'll keep keep talking to Pete Tundas about the 70th anniversary Autorama here on Car Radio. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesdays, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. 
It knows the difference and it craves quality materials to build, repair and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Devin C. for more information at 248-357-4566 or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 910 AM Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. 910, the Superstation, Detroit's only African-American talk radio. All right, welcome back into 910 AM, the Superstation. You're on car radio. Uh, we're talking with Pete Tundis, who is the president of Autorama and CEO of Champion Auto Shows, uh, putting on the 70th anniversary of Autorama downtown today at Huntington Place. And, uh, Pete, um, there's you, you got these wonderful uh, Riddler, uh, never-been-seen-before never, never been seen before custom cars along the front row of the main floor of uh, Huntington Place as you enter, but there's also a lot of nostalgia there. Uh, we are talking so. about the, the Batmobile before the break, and, and one of the things I love about this year's show is you have some of the Ratfink collection there. When I was a kid... I used to wear Rat Fink T-shirts, and it's uh, really cool to see the, uh, some of those creations come to life. Uh, uh, t- talk about those cars a little bit. Well, we have five of Ed's early cars that were built in the 60s. And, and you know, Rat Fink is, uh, celebrated its 60th anniversary last year. and just goes to show you the momentum that that character has had, you know, through, you know, the hot rod, you know, culture. And um, the cars that we have on display are some of Ed's early cars that, you know, he had built, uh, you know, in the late 50s, early 60s. And you'll never be able to see this collection in in one place ever again because they're all owned by individual collectors, and uh, uh, it's it's pretty pretty neat to see them all together. Yeah, we're going to be talking to Dave Shooten, uh, who who uh, does restoration for Galpin Motors uh, and has done restoration on many, many of these cars. We're going to be talking to him uh, later in the show, and uh, yeah, it's 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 just wild to see all those uh, uh, vehicles together. And the family's still very involved. Uh, I, I met uh, Ed Ross' son down there uh, this week. Yes, 
And as a matter of fact, um, you know, Eileen Roth, uh, who, uh, who's Ed's uh, ex-wife, um, really has carried on the legacy. And uh, she still is the one who's in charge of, you know, producing and, and replicating, you know, a lot of uh, Ed's, you know, uh, Ratfink, uh, uh, you know, wearables uh, around the country. Uh, so um, you got a, you got a full schedule uh, this weekend. Hundred thousand people uh, scheduled to come through the doors uh, over those three uh, three days. Um, uh, 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 Pete, what's what's next uh, this weekend in terms of the uh, the Riddler? When did when did the judges uh, make the announcement uh, as they well, narrow this field down? Yeah, we'll we'll probably announce the the overall winner around five o'clock uh, tomorrow tomorrow evening, and uh, it's it's going to be a really close horse race. I mean, there's a lot of great great eight cars that we're going to select from uh, that are really really close. Uh, you know, in terms of fit finish, uh, paint, you know, all the different criteria that you know our judges. Uh, you know, look for in a in a Riddler wear. And have, have you met the Fonz today? Yes, Henry Winkler is uh, here all day today and all day tomorrow. And uh, tonight, uh, starting at five o'clock, we're going to have Flavor Flav, uh, you know, on our celebrity stage, and that's going to create uh, a lot of excitement. On the show floor. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a lot to see down there. Uh, Pete, appreciate your joining us. Really excited to see uh, the 70th anniversary this year, and and uh, can't wait till next year. Sounds great. Thank you for having me. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, really encourage uh, folks uh, listening here. Go down, check out the show today. Uh, runs all day to today into the night, uh, as Pete Tunda said, with um, with all kinds of characters down there, and then uh, Sunday as well, and the Riddler. Uh, uh, the the world-famous Riddler Prize will be uh, announced tomorrow. So uh, uh, get on down there. The weather's great. And, uh, boy, there's there's about 800 of the coolest cars you've ever seen uh, in one place. Um, All right. So uh, one last story about uh, the Autorama. And and, uh, I I love the fact that one of the entries there is from New Zealand. Uh, This was a car. uh, It's a 1941 Willis. Uh, and this Willis was uh, developed uh, uh, back before uh, Willis became uh, synonymous with Jeep. And uh, they, they made sedans, they made coupes. They were actually very desirable hot rod cars. And uh, this gentleman, Greg Halliday, uh, bought a 41 Willis in Georgia, had it shipped back to New Zealand, and then uh, uh, totally customized the car and then uh, uh, brought it back over here for this show. Uh, it, it's an extraordinary car to see. It gives you a sense of what uh, of, of of the sort of uh, uh, vehicles uh, that that you have down there. Uh, we have a we have a caller on uh, Jalen. Yeah, ho- uh, yeah. Hello, who's uh, who's joining us here? Well, good morning, Mr. Henry Payne, or should I say, good afternoon? Yes. Um, I this is the first time I've listened to your show, and I heard you talking about cars and promoting the car. Uh, a Rama event, but I wanted to tell you a car story that I think you might enjoy. Oh, yes, so when I was in high school, I had a friend whose father purchased her an older model uh, MG. You remember those cars? Oh, yeah. My mom used to own an MG. 
Okay, so I did some reading and some checking and found out that the style that I liked was a 1970 MGD GT Bradley, the last of the hard tops. Oh, yeah, that's a great car. I told my dad I wanted that car, and he looked all over the United States and found that car for me. Wow. You still have it? No. My mother, and he, this is a story that I think I, I'm just so mortified when I think about it. So my mother worked for General Motors for many years. My mother was appalled that my father purchased a foreign car for me because she was worried about me not being able to get parts for the car or because the parts would be too expensive. We're originally from Brooklyn, New York. So when I threw a rod in the car, because I didn't know that a car required oil and that you're supposed to just check it regularly, I thought if the car was clean and you had a full tank of gas and your spokes were shining, that that was all to a car. I'm in high school. That was my first car. So or I should say my second car. So that's all I'm thinking about is the car looks beautiful. When I threw a rod and I got quoted if I got a new engine versus a new short block for this car, I didn't know my mother went behind my back and told my dad, do not get that car fixed for her or I will never speak to you again. And obviously my father was still in love with my mother because he wouldn't even let me do a loan and write a promissory note and make payments. So my mother couldn't wait to tell me, you can't park this car in my driveway in front of my house. She had them to tow it up to this place that fixed the car. It was up there so long that my mother finally took me up there and she said, you need to just sign this car over to this guy for the storage because you can't afford it. And that's what I had to do. And I was mad with my mother for about a good seven years. <laughs> and if I could, I'm older now. I have an appreciation for classic cars uh, and, and collector cars. If I could find a car like that, the last of the hardtop series, I would buy it in a second. I, I, and I can't say that I haven't been looking for one because I have. Keep keep looking. I bet you can find it. That's uh, yeah. The the uh, uh, classic cars like that uh, are easier to find these days. What's your name? My name is PG, sir. And if you find one, can you tell the station and give me the details on it? Because I really want that car. I saw my car. Five years after my mother made me sign it over, it was like a raisin brown color car. Very unusual, but it was a beautiful color. The guy that got the car, he painted it orange, which I like red and orange and lime green, and I like the raisin color. And I knew it was my car because of the inside, because of the spokes, and because it had um, – a certain tape inside. So I knew that was my car. And I used to go by and look at it and sit in it, but the guy, he moved. So I haven't seen my car since it was painted orange. But if you could find a car like that, if you know anybody that knows anything about classic cars, I'm looking for that 1970 MGB GT, the last of the hardtop series. Well, uh, well, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it. I, I, I go to a lot of uh, races, and you see a lot of MG paddocks. 
with old, with old uh, MGBs and MGTFs like my mother used to uh, own. So I'll, I'll keep my eye uh, keep my eye out for it, PG. And and uh, who what knows? Maybe we'll reunite you with your with your favorite old car. Yeah. What color was your mother's car? It was uh, red. Oh, I, now you I, know what? That's I grew up my in the back jump seat. Today. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite color today. My piano is a fire engine red. <laughs> so I love the color red. You appreciate the color because red is love, red is creativity, it's energy, red is blood, the blood of Jesus. I mean, it's all good things, but your mother had the best color car. The red is just the best color car. But can you please, sir, if you come across anything, if you're going to a show that's going to have MGB products or cars, could you call the station and let the station know, or can you leave the information with the station? I would love to come and see if I can find a car like what I had. If I could, I would be the happiest wife in the world, and I'm hoping that my husband, the Silver Fox, is listening. I would be the <laughs> happiest wife in the world. That'd be great to reunite you with that car. Well, PJ, you, P- P- yeah, PG, we appreciate the call, and, and thanks for listening to the show. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. All right, we're going to take a break here at uh, uh, the quarter hour and hear from our sponsors. And on the other side, we're going to hear from two of the greatest Porsche drivers of all time, Jörg Bergmeister and Patrick Long. You're on Car Radio. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. 9 to AM Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. 
Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. I was out in California this week on Thermal Raceway checking the uh, testing the spectacular new Porsche 911 GT3 RS, and I had a chance to sit down with two of the greatest Porsche racers of the last couple decades, Jörg Bergmeister and Patrick Long. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM, the Superstation out in Palm Springs, California. Uh, having a good day at the office, uh, testing the uh, all-new Porsche 911 GT3 RS. But the real treat here is uh, that the pro drivers with the program are Patrick Long and Jörg Bergmeister. And uh, for, for a long-time Porsche owner, racer like me, one of the cool things about being part of the Porsche community is we, we have enormous respect for the pro drivers. Uh, uh, Porsche has been racing forever. They've been running factory drivers. Uh, uh, I grew up with 1960s Porsches. Uh, Redmond Siffert were legendary. Moved to the 70s. Haywood Gregg are legendary. Uh, Stuck Bell uh, drove the mid-engine uh, uh, cars in the 80s. And, and uh, Bergmeister and Long, I think, are going to be long remembered as the great team uh, that raced Porsche for the last two decades in, in GT racing. Very successful pair. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you guys have won uh, all the big races, Daytona, Le Mans, uh, Sebring, Petit Le Mans, uh, together. Incredible, an incredible record and incredible longevity uh, together. So it's just neat uh, to have you guys here and uh, to talk about uh, your history and forces. And, and you're going to start with you. Uh, you grew up in Germany. You're, you're a German. Uh, Patrick's a uh, Californian. And, 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 and you talk to racers. They aspire to be F1 racers or they aspire to be IndyCar racers. But in Germany, is being a Porsche driver an aspiration? Is that uh, uh, something that you really look forward to, to doing? Well, first off, thanks for the flowers. Um, <laughs> blushing a little bit now. Um, yeah, definitely. Becoming a factory driver um, was a dream come true for me. I'm fairly tall, so the Formula way um, was not possible with 194 or 6'4 in height. So um, I went through the ranks in, in Carrera Cup and Super Cup, won both championships, and then became a factory driver. And yeah, as I said, it's a dream come true. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, and, and Patrick, uh, for you, growing up in, as, a, as, a, as an American driver, uh, did, did, did Porsche have that aura as well for you, that that was the factory team? 
it was a little different. I mean, I grew up in sort of the short tracks and, and dirt oval racing, and I watched anything that was on ESPN. You know, Speed World came on, and whatever it was, if it was swamp buggy racing, monster trucks, or GTP. And in the 80s, I would sit as a five- or a six-year-old and watch these guys go around the streets of San Antonio or Detroit um, and racing in these awesome prototypes. So I knew who Price Cobb was. I knew who Davy Jones was. And it was only in the early 2000s that I really started to understand the Daytona 24, um, the Sebring 12-hour. But I lived in Le Mans in 1999, and I was introduced to the 24-hour of Le Mans firsthand. And right then and there, especially in that era, I knew how legitimate sports car racing was. And then fast forward a few years when I had an opportunity to test for Porsche, and I was really in that single-seater state of mind as a young up-and-coming driver. And I started asking some of my mentors and, and people who had made a living in racing, Danny Sullivan, Bobby Rahal, etc., what do you think about an opportunity with Porsche? And they said, you know what, these guys are are loyal. They've always raced and won. Um, it's it's not single-seaters, but it, it might be a better move for your career, and I think, in retrospect, they were right. Yeah, and, and uh, I own a Porsche 906. Uh, I've, I've raced it for years, and, and we all know in that community who raced our cars. Uh, my, 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 my car was raced by Jochen Nierpesch and by Rolf Stommelin, and, uh, and, and Jörg, I'm, I'm very encouraged uh, when I met you this weekend that you're six feet four inches tall i'm six five i mean i can barely get into uh this 906 i have to have a bubble in the top and a and a, <laughs> and a bubble in the in the uh, in the floor just to 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 race the thing but uh um as you and, and patrick have have uh, uh become legends in the porsche community i mean do you find that that people come up to you and say uh you raced my car and and i mean there's that identity from uh, from porsche fans yeah definitely um actually really looking forward to Rensport reunion in end of September uh, as I get to drive my 2001 Cup car again that just got restored so um, coming back together with the old car is always something special and really looking forward to it so yeah it's fun. And, and uh, Patrick one of the neat things about uh, you the first race I ever saw was uh, Donahue and Fulmer going at it in mid-Ohio in Porsche 9 1730s and that was Penske and Porsche hooking up for the first time and you, you've had the opportunity to race uh, for both those racing legends on the same team. Yeah, I look back uh, with fond memories of racing for Penske. Uh, Roger was uh, his team and him as a, a leader were heroes of mine as a kid waking up on Memorial Day weekend with my dad and watching the Indy 500 and the drivers walk down Gasoline Alley. So guys like Rick Mears, uh, Al Sr., uh, again, Danny Sullivan, that was a, a real legendary experience. And so uh, when I got the phone call uh, at the end of 2005 from Bob Carlson, who was the head of PR at PCNA in Atlanta, and he told me uh, that I had a chance to drive for Penske in the RS Spider. I remember exactly where I was, what I was doing, and I just thought to myself, this is almost too good to be true. I had only been in endurance racing for two years at that point. Um, just getting my feet wet in, in endurance racing in a GT car, and all of a sudden I was going to be in the top-level prototype uh, racing for the factory and for Roger, fighting against the Audi R10s of, of the day that were just so iconic and so dominant. And little did I know that I would spend three years inside that organization in different capacities. And the one thing I can say about the 
Penske organization is even today, over a decade on from the last time I've competed for them, I'm still on a first-name basis with all of the upper management there. I just spent some time with them uh, at Daytona during the race, and um, Roger holds on to his key leaders, and it's such a family, although it's so serious and it's such a, a business-like mindset. Everything is perfect in that team, but the human side of it is really, really family-oriented, and it's just a great... That's what a driver wants. They want a personable team with human beings, but when it comes to the equipment and it comes to the preparation, it's second to none. Yeah, and, I, and, and, and yeah, you talk to folks. Uh, we, we see regularly the young drivers now coming into uh, Detroit with the Penske team, uh, Joseph Newgarden, uh, McLaughlin, these guys, and they have that same respect. And, and uh, you know, that's I, I imagine it's there for Porsche as well, Jurg. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have family reunions uh, with these Porsche drivers, but uh, that seems like a very special uh, organization. I, I, I want to uh, I want to talk about uh, two races um, it, because the first time that I was aware of you uh, was in 2007, and this extraordinary ending of the Sebring 12 Hour, uh, in which you went uh, hammer and tong with a Ferrari, uh, came up at the short end of the stick, uh, and and Patrick was not your teammate uh, for that race. I think uh, you finished second. I think your, your team was fourth yeah. in that race, but uh, give, give me the straight skinny on what happened there on the last lap. Well, it um, was a long way coming, pretty much. Um, we were catching the Ferrari as they were running out of brakes, so I was quite a bit quicker. Um, played it fair from my side and never touched him, went by, uh, by him on the last straight, so one turn to go. And unfortunately, he didn't return the favor and uh, hit me quite hard in the back. Um, and then was side-to-side side side contact again with the outside wall there. I had to lift. Otherwise, uh, the car would have been totaled and me probably as well. Um, so finished close second. Um, pretty frustrating once you got by and then get beaten again. Um, yeah, but that's racing, I guess. Yeah, no, it's, it's tremendous racing. I mean, it's one of the great uh, races at Sebring. And then, Patrick, uh, for, for the next great race, two years later, uh, another last lap, uh, Bergmeister uh, of Tussle, and you, got, and you were on the pit wall. We'll continue. We'll continue with uh, the interview with Bergmeister and Long after this break at the top of the hour. Honey, that's the last time I work a fundraiser for a funeral. Nobody wants to attend or even donate. Me neither. It only raised $600. Aunt Karen told me not to worry about her. She has her funeral covered for only $32 a month, and she's got diabetes. I'm going to call her agent, Myron Z. His number is 248-230-2333. $32 a month for life insurance. It's nothing knowing everything's covered. What's Myron's number? 248-230-2333. She said Myron mailed her free quotes and signed her up over the phone. It was easy. No hype or pressure. Let's call him now. 248-230-2333. Isn't it time you get affordable life insurance? Or do you want your friends passing the hat during your funeral? Call Myron Z at 248-230-2333. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? 
The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being aw- Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.